Coming up, there's a new haunted house in Times Square, and I went to check it out. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 31 of our 61-day Hauntathon, where we're counting down to Halloween by visiting a different haunted house every day here on the show. Today is Saturday, October 1st, and there are 30 days until Halloween. In this year's Hauntathon, we have daily videos and even exclusive fan events. Links to everything are in the show notes. Today, Terror Haunted House is a new 20,000 square foot linear haunt located in the heart of New York City, off Times Square. Today, Terror Haunted House is a new 20,000 square foot linear haunt located in the heart of New York City, just off of Times Square. But it's so much more than that. I went on location to tour the construction site and speak with the creator, Dalton Dale, about his plans to turn this into a year-round immersive venue. Here's Dalton. Welcome to the show. I thank you. Tell me first, introduce yourself. Tell me who you are and what you do. Sure. Dalton Dale, creator of Terror Haunted House, New York City's largest on 42nd Street in Times Square. Tell me more about Terra Haunted House. Sure. Terra Haunted House is almost 20,000 square feet. It's pretty crazy. And we have over 100 actors on during this show. It all follows the story of the Bedlam Institute. And the audience has to, well, escape, frankly, to, from all the creatures that are, that are within. So it's a linear walkthrough experience. It's located right... Right yeah, here. Yeah. Right here in the heart of Times Square. So it's the Crazy. busiest street in the world. We're beside Madame Tussauds and Dave and Buster's. We took over this really, really cool space that just had kind of uh, room after room after room that really lends itself to a, a linear walkthrough. And then we added a lot of scenic elements and a lot of walls and, and built this maze because it, it wasn't quite a maze yet. Chocolate full of fogs and special effects and great creatures because like we don't do the animatronic thing. It's just not fun for me. Actors are what brings the lifeblood. I think being in the heart of Broadway too, we're 41 Broadway theaters. Nobody wants to come and see an, 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 an animatronic. We want to see actors do what they do best, and that's tell a story. Yeah. So it's fascinating that you are located right in this, this heart, and it's quite an interesting setup, I think, yeah. experience that you have planned. Tell us a little bit more about what the guests can experience. The audience is invited to come and explore the ruins of the Bedlam Institute. Yes. And the Bedlam Institute was created back in the late 1800s as a really a hotbed for psychic research. And the doctor who created it thought by torturing his victims, he could bring out these innate supernatural abilities, right? As you said earlier, very all the stranger things. <laughs> things go very, very wrong. Lightning flashes, thunder roars, as it always does in horror movies, and the veil between worlds is split, and all of the tortured souls, the people who had died before, come rushing back in. A hundred years later, we are finally exploring the, the recently rediscovered ruins, and all of those creatures are still lying in wait, and now we, we've put ourselves in quite a perilous position, and we have to escape. Interesting. Okay, so it is set in modern day. Yes. And you're just going to be going and looking at things that are in the past. You Correct. Know, kind of a thing. That's a little bit easier to, to fabrication-wise as well. Yeah, so it's a little, it's a little bit difficult to, to do a period piece, yeah. you know, as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, though we're spending, you know, literal millions of dollars on, on the project, mm -hmm. it's... We didn't want to overextend ourselves artistically. We want to give a great show. We want to, to make sure our audiences are having a fantastic time. Mm -hmm. Being in haunted houses for almost two decades now, I've realized that you don't have to have the most beautiful sets because people are there for a good time, not to look at a museum. 
Talk to me about the process that brought you here. Sure. So I decided a long time ago to kind of tackle the hole within the Broadway industry for creating a space that could handle immersive work, right? Mm -hmm. No no Broadway theater can really do an immersive show. You sit down, yeah. you watch it. Sometimes you're in the round, sometimes not. So I really wanted to create a space that could host Broadway shows in a linear walkthrough kind of way. So we found this space to create that. Halloween only lasts for six weeks, and then we go straight into Christmas, and then Christmas lasts for another six weeks, and then we clear out and break it all down. We gut the entire building, and then we have our next show that loads in in February, and that runs for nine months. But this is really a hub for immersive entertainment, not just Halloween. Okay. And I think that's the the thing that sets us apart. Okay, so you guys are looking at keeping this as a location that people <clears throat> will be able to see things in for? Correct, there will be immersive entertainment year round. So okay. sometimes family friendly, sometimes spooky not. We definitely recommend The Haunt for ages 13 plus. Why did you all decide to start with Halloween? Being that, you know, you're looking at a year-round immersive thing. Halloween is is what we do best. I think it's the bread and butter and certainly the thing that I love. I like making people poo themselves, you know, that code brown moment. But certainly it was all about the timing. We found the venue in the spring and then we negotiated with the landlord throughout the summer. Yeah. And then it was a, you need to take it now. And I said, well, it's... Halloween time now, let's start with Halloween. And then Christmas immediately loads in as soon as we have a week to, to take Halloween out, put Christmas in, and then it goes. And it's not horror Christmas either, it's very- it's traditional Christmas. Very traditional, holly jolly, you know, all of the, the things that, you know, make some haunters sick to their stomachs because it's so happy. That's what Christmas is, for sure. Interesting, so really you're trying to make it I guess a diverse space to be mm -hmm. able to load in and out. Yeah, it needs to, to function as a an immersive venue. We are self-producing right now, but I'm very open to bringing in other shows from around the world mm -hmm. to kind of be in residence here. There is a certain show that has been playing in London that wants to come here that I can't really talk about, but it has a few film stars attached to it and would be a sit-down thing for a while. That's an interesting challenge because, mm -hmm. of course, you have a permanent indoor venue mm -hmm. that you have access to, yep. which you're doing year-round stuff, but you're choosing to make it flexible. Correct. Which means that you can't necessarily come in and put up a bunch of permanent walls for your mazes. So it kind of, yep. you have to balance that. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so I think a lot of what we do here, this is our flagship location, right? And yeah. being a flagship, it's important to be able to move our shows out because this is the first of 10 venues to be set up around the country. So all of our shows will start in New York and then they'll move to Chicago and then Los Angeles and then around the circuit. So they always start here, play for six weeks, two months, whatever it is, and then move. So then we get 10 years out of a show rather than just six weeks yeah. and that's the another thing you know business-wise that sets us apart I know that when you were looking at this space you kind of looked into the local market for Halloween how did you position yourselves to differentiate yourselves from the other you know Halloween experiences that are available to New Yorkers so I think from being in New York City proper there are very few Halloween experiences there were a few haunted houses that have had a great run that have closed down then there is one other kind of mainstay that's been here for 10 years 17 years you know in different locations but hasn't really been taken care of so I think tourists who come to Times Square are always looking for something to do we are not what they're going to spend their evening on. We are mm -hmm. a stop along the way. So if they have Broadway show tickets or they have dinner reservations or they're going to see a museum and they want to do something fun, they can come spend half an hour with us, have a great time, and then head off to their next 
thing. So it's all about positioning ourselves as a tourist destination rather than like a local driven market. Because the people in Times Square, they're here to spend money. They're here to find something cool to do. And that's what we offer. So you're really looking to capture that foot traffic that's going to be walking by. Yeah, 300,000 people walk past my door every day. You know, from a, a marketing perspective, we are only catering to people who are in a 10 block radius because they're not going to drive in. They're not coming to fly in. It's the people who are here already to spend money, to have a great time. Those are my customers. So it's really about sticking our arm out in Times Square and saying, come on in, you know, and I think that's definitely our marketing strategy for sure. Tell me about Easter eggs. Are there any Easter eggs in your design for Halloween? There are. We have a creature that is hidden throughout the attraction in multiple locations. And we say to people, if you want to come and see it like 10 times or 15 times, and you can count every week it changes how many they are and tell us where they are, then we'll give you a prize at the end. We want you to come and experience the show multiple times Mm -hmm. and really be on the lookout for those fun, hidden things, you know. Talk to me about your actors because we talked a little bit about it. But of course, as we all know, staffing is a very big challenge right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot of people that are like, New York is taking a while to get back. And mm-hmm. of course, Broadway is, everything's kind of still struggling. Sure, sure, staffing, sure. sure. And, and you're a very staffing intensive we are. experience. You have. Um, so we saw hundreds of, of actors. We had over four days of auditions, hired the best, probably half of them, I think. Lots and lots and lots of people came through. And our actors, you know, are classically trained. They're, they've all gone to college. They've all been in off-Broadway and Broadway productions. So they are here to deliver a performance to die for, okay. not just boo. <laughs> you know, we, we, in fact, tell the actors, don't ever say boo because it is immediate termination. So please, please don't. But they certainly use those skills to tell our story. We're recording this, of course, mid-September. You're not open yet, but tell us about your opening time. Yeah, so we open September 29th, and we play until November 6th, and you can get tickets at terrorhauntedhouse.com. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope, and original music composed by Chris Thomas. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com demo. That's gantam.com demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at HauntedAttractionNetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.